is the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, let's do it. Championship Sunday. We here, baby. You know the vibes. Mm, yes, sir. You know the deal. Yep. Let's get it popping. <laughs> Ty Butler, Brandon Jacobs. Sunday morning into afternoon right here on 98.7 ESPN. We're on Twitter, at Ty D. Butler. Brandon Jacobs, 27. Get over uh, to the gram to hit us as well. And then on the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Brandon, you've been here before. You you are no stranger to Championship Sunday. What's it like, bro? What's man, it like? Very, it's a very interesting Sunday, man. Uh, you know, with us, it was just, you know, more so, you know, chilling and, and, and you know, resting until it was that time for us to play. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's intense, you know. You are, you know, two of the best teams in your conference, and and, and y'all playing for all the marbles to go to the Super Bowl, uh, and you want to be perfect. You know, you want to you want to lock in. You want to be perfect. You know, you don't want to be the reason. You know, everybody on the team take that. You know, you don't want to be the reason. You know, uh, you don't want to be the reason why your team don't go. You want to be locked in, and and you want to, you know, what I did on Championship Sunday. I studied, man. I like, you know, like I made sure that everything that that uh, that we was doing, you know, I knew my, you know, my responsibilities. You know, I knew my reads. You know, I know what I know what audibles that we were having, the certain looks. You know, I knew what you know what what blitzes that they were bringing in certain areas of the field. You know, like that. Like you really have to, you know, sit down and really pay attention. Now, for regular games, like for regular games, you know, you do the same thing, but it's all done like during the week. You don't really spend no extra time on it, you know, but this time, you know, you you know, you spend extra time. You get to the stadium, you get inside the locker room. What are the vibes like? Do you feel that sense of nervousness? Like what coaches, Coughlin, like what's, what's the energy in that locker room from that standpoint? Well, the energy, believe it or not, is, is, is the same as, you know, as any other week, you know, you change, you know, for championship week, your your individual, like, your studies and stuff like that. But when you go into the locker room, it's just a regular game, man. You go in there and you know you're the top two teams in the conference and you, and you know what you're playing for. You know, now, you know, when you go, when you get to the field, it's a little bit more intensity and warm-ups and, you know, stretch. And, you know, you got guys, you know, you know, trying to encourage one another that 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 normally don't do it, and uh, just everybody's just locked in. I love it, man, and and we're certainly going to be locked in as, as fans because I mean, could you have asked for a better slate of games, uh, especially starting with the the Ravens and the Chiefs? How about this, Brandon? Uh, here's my take of the day, and, and we can take phone calls on this. Y'all could disagree with me if you want. Lamar Jackson is two wins away from becoming the third most accomplished quarterback currently playing in the NFL, only behind Patrick Mahomes, who he's going up against to, uh, today, and Aaron Rodgers, who obviously has the championship to four MVPs. He gets two wins starting with today. He's the third most accomplished quarterback in the NFL, and by the way, already is a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. We're, we're watching this guy you know, go from – the questions, and they were rightfully asked about whether or not he could d- get it done in the postseason to, oh, is there a chance two weeks from now we're calling this guy the best quarterback in football? So uh, a lot on the line. It's, it's, it's narratives galore. And, of course, the other guy on the opposite side of the field, as an underdog, which, you know, I can't even say with conviction I feel good against betting against uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes because what he's been able to do 
throughout his career. Six straight AFC Championship games. It's insane. What a, what a beautiful matchup yeah. we have today. Yeah, you know, I, I, me, I, me, honestly, I don't think I need, you know, this reassurance from uh, Lamar Jackson to call him the best quarterback in football, in the, you know, this season. You know, I, I don't need that. I think I already got enough to call him that. I don't think, the, you know, these these uh, like this win or another one is going to solidify him anymore. Like, to me, I think the man has done better than every quarterback out there this season. Um, you know, and I don't need this, but uh, Lamar Jackson, man, the man has, has done phenomenal things this year. He had a chip on his shoulder. You know, they paid him. You know, last year went the way it went. He uh, – you know he missed the last two, you know, last two games, including the playoff game last year with injury. Uh, you know, so you know this year, the man, you know, he's coming back with, you know, he came back with a chip on his shoulder, and right now he he's in the AFC Championship game, man, and and I don't think there's a quarterback that I played him all season. Yeah, uh, not at all. And, and you look at the campaign that he's had. Uh, Ten days from now, he is going to be awarded his second MVP. The only. You know, real intrigue is whether or not it's unanimous. It was the first time he won it. So if he gets, you know, two MVPs, both unanimous, that's pretty special. And when he does win that award, here's the list he joins. Guys with multiple MVPs. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Jim Brown, Johnny Unitas, Patrick Mahomes, Kurt Warner, Steve Young, and Joe Montana. That is the entire list of guys with multiple MVPs. So he is going to be an elite company. Now you talk about him possibly adding a ring to what already is an unquestionable Hall of Fame resume. I mean, you mentioned it. Uh, the, 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 there was tension this past offseason with him and, and the Ravens organization. They you know, put that non-exclusive franchise tag on him, meaning that other teams were able to negotiate. Mm -hmm. he, he, they pay him. They bring in the new offensive coordinator. Todd Munkin comes in, and there were questions about whether a pass-happy offense uh, was conducive to Lamar's skill set because people still had questions about whether or not he could he could operate from in the pocket. And boy, did he do wonders. He had wonder, the, the best season of his career. I wonder why people have those observations, though. Can he do this from the pocket or I mean, do that from on, the you pocket? Know why. You know like, why. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I mean, he's he's shown he can do that. It, this is not the first season that Lamar Jackson has has shown that he can throw the ball from the pocket. Like, like I I, I don't get why why people are, are are struggling on on understanding how great this man really is. You know what it is coming out of college. I mean, they were saying this dude should change positions. It was disrespectful, and the reality is that the 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 way we judge quarterbacks, it's particularly black quarterbacks obviously different from how we, we judge everyone else. And uh -oh. I do think that the criticism about his postseason resume was fair. He was one in three, and he had not had a single uh, postseason game where he performed admirably. His one win was against the Titans. You know, he had, he had gotten high seeds before and, and wet the bed in the playoffs. So I understood your reservations about him come, um, come January. But as far as the totality of, of what he's been able to do in his career, I'm just excited, man. I'm just, because that, it's the only year but on, on his resume. So, yeah, but can you get it done in the playoffs? Let me ask you a question. Into doing that. What's up? Because I saw a video here, here recently on uh, Chris Canny's page about uh, one of the callers that called in and said that Lamar Jackson is not a leader. Oh, yeah, he, I saw that. Ridiculous. He's not a leader, right? But he had nothing backing up why he said that. 
Yeah. Right? He's not a leader. He's not a leader. You know, the guy can't win in the playoffs. He's one in the three in the playoffs. But, but, but me as a player, I thought that I was a damn good leader for the Giants, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and I thought I was, regardless of whether we won or lost. How does people, and I want to get your take on this, how do you label someone, you know, a leader or not by wins and losses? It's Help ba- me understand it's, it's that. Re- no, it's baseless, and it's uh, it's lazy. It's 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 agenda-driven. That's what it is. You have an agenda. You want to knock a guy. You, you want to criticize him and, and have him be put in a position where he's not as great as, you know, everyone says he is. And there are certain buzzwords because you can't you, what you can't knock are the numbers. He clearly has that the stats, you know, mm-hmm. back it up the wins. So you can't attack him from his performance standpoint. So you got to find other ways to discredit him. So they go to those buzzwords like he's not a leader, bad in the locker room. Like those are the things that they got to yeah. go to. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's rooted in really nothing. You just want to have an agenda and you don't really have substance. That's why Chris Candy, shout out to him, destroyed him. Ripped him apart. He's not yeah, a leader. He did. How's he not he a leader? Did. And you know, and he couldn't really say anything. Like, why is he not a leader? Like, un- like help me understand on why you know why he's not a leader. God couldn't really give him really no, you know. He went to one and three in the playoffs, and the guy, you know, that, uh, he couldn't give him any real information on why he wasn't a leader. Yeah, and look, people spent so much time trying to make. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, uh, this version of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. When in all reality, there's a chance what we see today will be Peyton Manning and Tom Brady reincarnated. This could be the rivalry uh, we've been asking for when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Because right now he doesn't have a rival. Joe Burrow did beat him in the playoffs, but lost the Super Bowl. Mahomes has the MVPs. he He has the rings. He doesn't have that clear rival. And today, if Lamar, who does have the regular season accolades, can knock him out in the playoffs and then get to a Super Bowl, possibly win it, this could be the the, the, the Manning-Brady rivalry we, we were looking for. So I'm just excited, man. You've got a great team in the Ravens. They've been historically great, plus 203 point differential. They don't just beat teams. They wax them. But the Chiefs, the reason why it's so tough is because Mahomes, man, you don't bet against him. People were doing that last week. I bet against them last week and then felt Yeah, silly me doing too. It. I bet against them last week as well. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> but, see, Patrick Mahomes has been so uh, reliable, man, in so many different ways. You know, I used to be I used to be mad when people gave Patrick Mahomes a whole bunch of credit because he used to make certain throws, you know, and, and, and wide open wide receivers. Uh, you know, you know, catching the ball, he got all the credit for the pinpoint accuracy. Like, never any credit went to the wide receivers. I was like, man, this guy throwing the ball, but these guys are catching the ball, making these, you know, you know, sometimes in some cases it's great catches, but they, they, but you know, but but they still whistling about how great he is. This guy was wide open and 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 he threw the ball high, he had to jump up and catch the ball with one hand, and all the and all the credit still went to him. Not you know, not knowing it was a bad ball and the guy made a great guy. Like I used to be so mad, but I've seen so I see, but I've seen since like so much. I've I've seen him take scrutiny, you know. I've I've seen him go through some, you know, some adversity this year. Um, you know, so I mean, I, I, I he I, he's definitely uh, earned my respect this season.
What's so interesting about Mahomes is I'm watching him last year, championship game, beat the Bengals, Super Bowl, beat the Eagles, and I thought those were the two best teams in football. I'm watching him, and I'm thinking, man, if he does this on one leg, because remember, he got hurt in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If he does this essentially on one leg, this is the greatest accomplishment of his career. Fast forward a year later, I'm saying the same thing. If he does this in what was a down year for Kansas City, led the league in drops, their offense was out of the top 10, they, they have a dominant defense, but you never, you, you never really felt like the Chiefs were a team yeah. that at least offensively was going to explode. And, and then you look at the conference, right? Baltimore and Buffalo. If he does that this year, this becomes the best comp, uh, accomplishment of his career. Oh, absolutely. A down season. Um, and him, you know, him kind of contributing too. Yeah. To you know, you know, to the, the down, the yeah, down. Yeah. So if it, uncharacteristically. Right. So if he goes <clears throat> and and he goes and take it to the Ravens here today and make it to the Super Bowl and win, there's nothing no one else can say about nothing with Mahomes. It's not that people say anything about him anyway. He he always gets all of his flowers. You know, they just don't give guys like uh, you know Lamar Jackson his flowers. So. I'm definitely rooting for the Ravens here today, man, and uh, and 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 the Detroit Lions. So that's my two guys. I'm, you know, like that's my two picks. I'm going with today. Perfect segue into the question I was gonna pose to the audience. So hit us up eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six on Twitter, Instagram. Ty D Butler, Brandon Jacobs, twenty seven. Who you rooting for? What gives us the best story? Because we know locally, not the season we expected, right? You thought the Jets could make a run. Felt like the Giants could capitalize off of last year. They're not. They've been done for months, so we've, you know, had to put them in our rear view. We'll talk about them, of course, during the show. But as far as the final four teams, Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, Niners, who are you rooting for? What gives us the best story? Because I think there is a solid case as far as best story you could make for each team. And we'll talk about that coming up. 800-919-3776. Ty Butler, Brandon Jacobs. We are cooking on the championship Sunday till 2 o'clock right here on 987 ESPN. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. The Lions, it's probably the best story of the teams. I mean, you got to feel for that fan base. Uh, I, I'm a Jet fan. We talk so much about us being miserable. Yeah, the Lion fans have seen two playoff wins in 60 years. So they're in a championship game for the first time since 1991. Shout out to Detroit. And all the fans out there. And then you got the Niners, man, been knocking on the door year after year for the last five seasons in the championship games. Three straight times uh, in this dance. At some point, you got to get it done. Got to get it done. So, fascinated by that matchup. You say you love the Lions tonight. You're rooting for them. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the Lions. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Dan Campbell fan. You know, I, you know, have been all season. Uh you know, the guy's done phenomenal things in Detroit, and it's, uh, and I think it's his time, man. I really do. Might be his time because uh, Kyle Shanahan is uh, leaving a lot to be desired, especially late in games with the coaching and the decisions that he's made. But it should be a fun one. Excited to, to watch these two uh, heavyweight matchups today. Andrew 919 Batting leadoff today, we hit Belmore to talk to Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, listen, uh, Lamar Jackson said it's going to be a heavyweight championship fight, and I totally agree. 
in order to beat the heavyweight champion, you got to knock him out. I think in a close decision, you're going to give it to the champ with Mahomes. That's why I believe the Ravens must be up at least two scores going to that fourth quarter. I believe they'll score in a Chiefs defense because Lamar's a great player in the fourth. But if it's a one-score game, uh, I would not feel I would not feel confident. You know, if I was a Ravens fan with Mahomes being down four to even seven points, uh, I just you're a better team. You, by you know, to me, you're, you have a great defense. I think the Chiefs got fortunate the last couple of weeks with, with Buffalo being decimated by injuries and Miami as well. I mean, Buffalo's playing with third string with the linebacker position covering Kelsey, that guy Klein. I mean, it, it, it's, they have to be up at least two scores if, if they if they have any if they're going to win a game. That's what I believe. Well, appreciate the call, Bobby. I mean, they've been beating teams all year long soundly. Uh, 6-0 and they are against teams that entered the game at least three games over 500, winning by an average of 26 points. To his point about, like, you know, the feeling uh, amongst the fans, if it's late and the game is close, that Chiefs defense this year in the second half holding opponents to seven points a game. So they're turning it up after halftime. I agree. But Baltimore... I mean, obviously, every team wants to get out to an early lead. But particularly for them, going up against that superhuman at quarterback, knowing what he's capable of, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the people's champion, and we all know that. We all we all know the nod is going to go to him if it's, a, if it's a debate, we're in a close debate. We know that. So, you know, it's not like we're talking boxing and stuff. It's, it clearly is wins and losses on the scoreboard. But yep. – you know, last year against the Bengals, you saw in the championship game last year, or, 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 or yeah, I think it was last year, when they drove, you know, when they were driving down to kick the field goal or to get in field goal range, he ran the ball and got yep. pushed out of bounds late, right? Big yes, first it's a bone, oh, yeah, it's on a, a bum leg, yep. Yes, there's a bonehead, you know, mistake, but mm-hmm. you can't give him those type of opportunities, you know, when they're only down, you know, by what, two points or, or, or whatever, or three points going overtime or or whatever it was at the time, he's only down by a field goal. So you can't make those type of ball-head mistakes. you got to be penalty-free against a team like the Chiefs because anything you commit, any penalty, you will, it will not be unseen, and, and they, will, they will definitely call it. So they need to be as smart as possible, play as disciplined as possible, don't turn the football over, and they'll have a better chance to win. Yeah, it was a tie game at that point last year, 24-24, yeah. and then the Chiefs walk it off on the uh, Harrison Bucker field goal. But, yeah, man, you can't make those mental mistakes, uh, especially this you know, this late in the season for all the Marvels. You cannot have those type of things happen. Uh, so we'll see if Baltimore is ready for the challenge. They're a well-coached team. You know John Harbaugh. How about that, man, what a second championship would do for him? Oh, man, listen, John Harbaugh has been somebody who's been – in the league, coaching with some real, true NFL Hall of Fame veterans. When you are when when you're the head coach and you got Ray Lewis and you got Air Reid on your team, like mm-hmm. you coming up in the coaching game, you know, with those type of guys on your team, like man, you it's almost hard. It's, I think he's going to always be a successful head coach in the National Football League because he's been around so many dogs. He's been around so many guys who play the game the right way, who put their heart and soul on the line. You know, so guys that play, you know, that play the game through emotion, like A. Reed and uh, you know Ray Lewis. Like, so I, so I, I think he's going to always be, you know, a, a coach. You know, that's a, that's at least in the division around the playoffs every year. Yeah, and I think that the respect for him, while already present, grows tremendously. 
if he's able to get that second championship because he got it Absolutely. back in you know twenty what was that twenty thirteen when they beat the Niners yep. and he beat his brother in the, in the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco who goes on an awesome run and now mm-hmm. he's got a completely different kind of quarterback right Lamar Jackson who you know many people passed on and he decided to take a chance on this guy he's winning MVPs you get another Super Bowl John Harbaugh how about that would be the fourteenth coach in NFL history with more uh, multiple Super Bowls that is that is a uh, elite company let's hit Steve and Chappaqua. Uh, what's up, Steve? Hi. You and Brandon are amazing. The best. I'm such a fan. Thanks, man. I hope you guys get a regular gig and not just, uh, you know, football weekend and, you know, fill in. You got to get a regular gig. Thank you, bro. Uh, I wanted to, yeah, yeah, love you guys. I, I so look forward to you. You're such a good listen, so knowledgeable, so you know, you're not like some of these guys who just rant and uh, scream and think that that's enjoyable listening. You guys are terrific. So I wanted to touch uh, on the uh, Lamar and why he's disrespected. And we all know what it is. It's racism. Come on. Uh, Bill Polian and uh, change position. This is, this is, you know, nothing new. Uh, Ty, I want to uh, go to your own station and, and a show that I love, which is Deep Hits on Rothenberg. A couple of months ago, uh, they were talking about, you know, some misbehaving basketball players. And, and Rothenberg goes, you know, I can't root for basketball. I much prefer hockey, you know. And we all know the dog whistle that implies. Rick, to his credit, and I just love him for this, he said, hey, there are plenty of bad guys in hockey, too. Uh, come on. It's, it's all over. It's what we have to live with. And I'm not I'm not black. I'm not uh, I'm not white either. I'm, I'm Asian-American, Chinese-American. But love you guys, and um, you know, let's let's call it uh, like it is. It's race. Well, I appreciate the call, Steve. I, I mean, I didn't hear the comments. I, I don't know the context of the conversation, uh, so I, I you know feel irresponsible weighing in on that. What I will say though, just about Lamar Jackson is, yeah, he is. You know, we've seen the black quarterback disproportionately um, analyze and criticize. You know, and, and you know, with regard to how they perform, and you know, the feeling of them coming out of college versus the white quarterback. That's a fact. We we know that. The idea that he could put up the numbers he did and have the success he did at Louisville, and folks were like twisting and turning themselves into finding you know reasons why he should switch positions is ridiculous. It's foolish, and they look and sound stupid now. It was always dumb, but this only confirmed it. Yeah, man. You know, when you come into you know the NFL and and, and you playing and you're a black quarterback and you don't fit the quarterback, uh, I guess characteristics, if you want to say, uh, you don't you don't have this proper speaking and uh, you got hair and you know. A lot of hair and all and all of that stuff. As Lamar Jackson, he had a little fro coming out of college, and it just he was a lot different than just the normal quarterback coming out. Kind of reminds me of of, of Michael Vick, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of had that whole persona uh, with him. But you know, nobody never once tried to change Michael Vick's position. Nobody never once told Vick, you know, he should play something else. You know, they going into college, they tried that. But coming to the NFL, I mean, I, I I never heard those conversations surrounding Vic. But Vic was the same, you know, Lamar Jackson had that same, you know, 
like you know like that same persona you know and and i don't know really what it is and i can't say it's you know i i, I would hate to say it's because he's a black you know black quarterback and they get treated tre- I, I i hate taking stuff there you know what i mean I, I i i just hate i just i just always hate going there but unfortunately it, it, you know it's alive you know and yeah. people do think like that you know and i think it, that's why it's you know for a lot of people like he wins this and does it his way, it changes the commentary surrounding a quarterback playing his style of football. And now all of a sudden the, the younger athletes who aspire to play this sport and want to be like Lamar Jackson now have proof that, yes, it can work. Mm-hmm. You can be successful doing, doing it like that. So, I, you know, that'll be an, it'll be an inspiration you know, for many. I'm rooting for it. I, I want to see Lamar get it done just because – uh, I I like to see great players, you know, we'll, you know, once they're doubted, you know, pick themselves off the mat, and, and find excellence and hit that pinnacle of winning championships. And we see it all across sports. And if he goes from being questioned, you know, whether or not he can get it done, Fugazi MVPs to really cashing in at the biggest level, knocking out the Chiefs led by Patrick Mahomes and then winning the Super Bowl. I mean that 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 is huge for him. Let's hit Dave in the car. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me on, guys. Um, great conversation you got going here. I just want to put this out there uh, about both games today surrounding the quarterbacks. Let's start with San Francisco and Detroit. I really think, as great as the 49ers have been, okay, I really think this is the moment where we're going to see where Purdy is. I think, I think there's a lot of Jared Goff not being big enough for the moment, and people don't realize – he was basically after Fisher was done with him. People had him out the league. He's he's been through a lot of adversity, mm-hmm. and I think he if he doesn't turn the ball over, I think his composure uh, and it will help lead Detroit. So that's, that's just the one key thing right I'm there, Dave. Out. That's the key right there, Dave. You just said if he doesn't yep. turn the ball over, and he struggles. He doesn't turn I mean, it many, over. Qu- many quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say he struggles against the blitz. Many quarterbacks struggle against the blitz. Yes. But we've seen Goff, like we saw it in the Cowboys game, right, where he threw he yes. threw that mind-boggling interception late, and that's the key. Like the right. Niners can force you into those turnovers. So it's easy to say if he doesn't turn the ball exactly. over, but uh, they're going to put pressure on him. They are going to put pressure. Uh, I think their line might be able to handle the pressure better than most people think. About Kansas City and about the Ravens. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if those two in the Super Bowl that the the Chiefs lost, where those two balls were dropped in the end zone and Patrick Mahomes threw one ball basically while he was oh, vertical. Falling down. If, <laughs> it was crazy. I, yeah, I think if those two balls get caught, those are the greatest throws in Super Bowl history, and the Chiefs have three rings. Mm-hmm. But let's fast forward until today. Okay. I just think I think they didn't put enough talent around Kansas City this year with, with respect to you lose the enemy, and then they kind of kept some guys in place and hoped they would grow up around the talent of Mahomes. I think, I think the Kelsey and the whole dating the superstar girl was a bit of a distraction. A lot of drops. They're putting a lot of pressure on a guy who I believe performs well under pressure, but I think today it's just a little bit too much. If the Ravens can come out with a lot of energy, I'm looking at this the way the Giants blew out the Niners uh, the year they went to the Super Bowl where the Niners came in and they dropped Joe Montana. They knocked him out the game, and the Giants steamrolled them. I think the potential for that is there. 
not by as many points, but as long as they come with the right energy, I don't see the talent around Mahomes this year where it should be. That's fair. I appreciate the call, Dave. I appreciate that, uh, the, the call. That, that's a fair analysis, um, Brandon. The, the, the Ravens are the better team. The only reason why we're – like, if you're hesitating, you know, to pick Baltimore, it's because of Patrick. But, you know, all things, all things created equally, if we just look at these two teams, Baltimore is clearly better, man. Yeah, I think, I think they're better offensively for sure. Um, for sure, offensively, uh, defense. Yeah, it's defense. It's, 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 it's right there. It's close. Yeah, it's close on defense. You know, uh, you know, you know, you got to count special teams. Even though they, you know, like special teams is more of a field position game. But nowadays, what well, was a field position game? Nowadays, moving the kick up, everything is a touchback. Yeah, you know, guys aren't bringing the ball out anymore. Like a lot of fair catches on, on you know, on punts. It's just, you know. It, so I, I would say you could exclude some special teams, you know, most special teams from big games, you know. Uh, but you, like I say, you never know when you when you got to play. Can't automatically run down there thinking somebody's going to fair catch it or whatever it is. But we barely see any kind of special teams, you know, happening today as football. So, but just offense and defense, I think that, you know the defense is close and the offense definitely goes to Baltimore. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go and and say Baltimore had the better team here. Here's where the gap happens on defense because just straight up, defense, you know, defense to defense, they're like right there. The the gap comes, Baltimore forces turnovers. They Mm -hmm. get takeaways. They they were the best team in all of football in takeaways and sacks. The Chiefs don't really get a lot of takeaways. But we have seen Lamar have a fumbling issue. So that could be the you know the the, the neutralizer here. Mm-hmm. Baltimore forces a lot of turnovers. The Chiefs don't, but Lamar has been prone to those fumbles. So uh, we should see a clash of just two, two excellent teams today. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on ninety eight point seven ESPN. I like the Ravens today. I'll be honest. I like the Ravens in this game. I, I don't feel great. I don't do it with conviction, picking against that guy, Patrick Mahomes, at quarterback, but they're just a better team. They're at home. They have the quarterback who had the better season, the defense that's been tremendous. We should also mention Mark Andrews is going to make his return. You know, he went out with that ankle injury, I believe it was week 11. So that's another weapon for Lamar. Gus Edwards, Mark Andrews, you got Zay Flowers, OBJ, maybe he'll make an appearance. He was uh, quiet last week. Bateman, of course. So, I mean, that's that's a, that's an offense that's been clicking on all cylinders all season mm-hmm. long. A- everything suggests that they're going to win this game today. Yeah, they ran the ball pretty good last week. Uh, they ran the ball, uh, you know, they, they have been running the ball pretty decent, you know, toward the end of the season. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I don't see no other reason. I mean, and I think – as far as Kansas City defense is concerned, I think they struggled last week. I do. I do. Against the run particularly. Against yeah. the run in particular, I think they struggled. And then the time of possession, you know, can't, you know, Kansas City scored pretty quick last yeah. week. You know, this, you know, they scored, you know, they scored pretty quick. Uh, but the defense was on the field a lot, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. You know, they had a chance to put together some, some long drives, you know. So time of possession – definitely was not in the favor of the Chiefs last week. So if they come out and don't play as well, uh, you know, in play they played last week, they play like that this week, it's going to be a long game. 
It's going to yeah. be a very, a very long game. Chase, you know, trying to chase down Lamar Jackson and trying to stop all these other people he got around him. It's, it's going to be a very long game. Yeah, play that same game you did last week. You're going to lose. Why? Because Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. Like, that's just, <laughs> I mean, we know that. 800-919-3776. Let's hit Danny. Let's hit Danny in Long Island. Oh, don't worry. We're going to hit Josh Allen at the top of the hour. I got some things I'm going to get uh, well, off my be, chest. Before we get on to today's game, if uh, Josh Allen had a couple of wide receivers, uh, hello, Mr. Diggs, that could catch a pass. That would probably be if they threw the, if he threw that pass for the Giants and it was caught down at the five yard line, we'd still be talking about it. That that man made every play to win the game. They didn't lose that game last week because of uh, because of uh, the quarterback. He played great. He's he's he's. I w- I don't know if he's as elusive as uh, as Lamar Jackson, but he don't have to be because he just runs over people. They, they he don't have the coaching staff. We always mm. forget coaching. Lamar Jackson, that, Jim Harbaugh might be the most underrated, never spoken about coach in the NFL. He's been there for. Uh, 13, 14 years. This is, he's going back to the Super Bowl with a different quarterback. Let me, go, let me ask you a question real quick, that. Danny. I agree with that. Let me ask you a question real quick. So they score seven points in the second half of a playoff game at home, and I can't at all fault the quarterback? At all. The quarterback made two throws down to the – two tremendous throws, both of which would have been caught. They would have, played, they would have, they would have scored. So you make the throws, and the guys drop them. What are you going to do? Yes. How, how about how about yeah, missing how coaching, about missing Shakir in the in the end zone? How about missing that's Shakir? Coach, that's coaching adjustments. That that, okay. that the other team the other team came out and saw what you were doing at halftime, made the adjustments, and you didn't do it. But anyway, getting back to today's game, uh, the Ravens' defense humiliated both the 49ers on the road and the Lions at home. Yep. This is AFC North in your face football, and other teams aren't quite used to this till they see it, and then it's almost like when you're when Mike Tyson used to say, everyone has a plan till they get punched in the face. This will be by far the most physical defense that they've seen in the playoffs now. This, this, this unit shows up every day, and like you said, I don't believe that Lamar has, that, Lamar, that uh, Mahomes has the, has the people around him like he had last year, and this is, a, this is an offense that we saw people firing helmets, cracking Screaming on the sidelines. They've dropped balls. They did a lot of things wrong all year. They played two very clean games, but let's see them play a third now against the best, uh, the best unit on, on on the field today, which is the Ravens' defense. And Lamar Jackson, I've been a Steeler fan for life. He is ten to twenty times better than he was four or five years ago. Yes, mm-hmm. he was always a pain in the ass because he would scramble. Sometimes that works to your detriment. Now he scrambles with his head up looking to pass. And that's the plays that break the defense's back. Where you cover, you get to the quarterback, he zigs and zags, and he, and he throws a pass down the field after everyone thought he was going to run. He's a much smarter quarterback than he was four years ago. I hope he wins because every time the team in your division wins, they never seem to repeat. But I can't believe I have to root for the Ravens, my arch rival. But, but the thing is, like I said, I can give you every reason to take the Ravens but then if I got to bet the game and you're going to give him a home with the four points, <laughs> exactly. I can't turn that down. That's what makes it so he, fascinating. He, yeah, that's what makes it so fascinating. I, every single ounce of my body says, this is the Ravens here. They're at home. Everything's going right. I don't think that their tight end coming back is going to be a big deal because I think that they've been doing good with likely that why, yeah. why, you know, you, you may, they may get him into, into the play a little bit, but he's not going to be playing 60 snaps today. Well, especially in red zone and, and red zone situations. Appreciate the call, Danny. You, you, you'll see Mark Andrews um, be involved in those packages, but 
Yeah, man. <laughs> We've been saying it all show. Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. They do this well. They're better at this. They're better at that. They're better at that. Win the game. Then it's like, oh, wait, we're betting against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't love doing that. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. Our only hope to stop the Taylor Swift fiasco from, you know, inundating the Super Bowl is the Ravens. We need a Ravens win today to stop Taylor Swift and the, the Swifties from, you know, making themselves the, a big part of the story come Super Bowl Sunday. Well, you know, <laughs> this has been a very hot topic over the last, you know, few months, man. And Taylor Swift and a lot of people who are NFL fans aren't too fond of them consistently showing Miss Swift in the box every time something happens with Travis Kelsey or every time the Chiefs is playing, you know, Chief, you know the Chiefs are playing, they they are they you know they show her. Um, a lot of people is, I mean, I've been me myself. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I don't I'll pay attention honest. to whoever they show in the box. I don't care. But I can see how the, that 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 diehard football fan is like she's taken away from the game. I want to watch the game. I don't want to see her. You know, I'm, I get it. I'm feeling good today. Just got out of church, doing a show with you. It's Championship Sunday, so I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm in a great mood, which is why it lends me to be very honest and, and candid. Hmm. I've I've pretended to be. Let's call it offended by the Taylor Swift buzz. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've pretended that it bo- it doesn't actually bother me. It's just no. fun to take a side, whether it's you know you 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 love it or you hate it. It doesn't really bother me. I don't care. It's yeah, funny. Man. I mean, it, she got to have a little bit more sauce if she's hitting that swag surf. Like we needed we need you to have some more some smoothness about you. Yeah, but, and especially to you know to be a performer, you know. Yeah, you come think. on. <laughs> but you know, I'm I, you know I'm always happy because a lot of football players, man, they get the raw end of the stick sometimes. You know, him and Tom Brady, man, has has you know has struck out big time. You know, with those types of uh, you know was not Tom Brady's spouse anymore, and, and what you call him is not uh, uh, Travis Kelsey's spouse, just his girlfriend, I guess you can call it. Yeah. But I'm happy for them guys, man. I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely happy for them that, you know, that they could have, you know, such, you know, high-profile woman, I guess you can call it. Yeah, and credit to the NFL, they've leveraged this into however many more viewers you get because, you know, the NFL is never struggling with ratings. I mean, what, they do 50 million last week with Chiefs Bills? Right. But they've leveraged this and used it to their advantage, and now they're getting however many extra eyeballs on their product, which is cool. Like, I don't mind it. I, I pretend to be upset just because it's funny. And the Swifties are very emotional. But it's cool, man. It's cool. It's 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 noise. Like, for me, this is all set enough for her to host uh, halftime at some point. Like, that's definitely going to happen. Taylor Swift's going to be performing at one of these halftime shows coming up in a few years. Bad Bunny's going to do it. Taylor Swift's going to do it. We know Usher's going to be in there this year. So it was cool, man. I'm a big music fan, so anytime we can um, intertwine those two entities, I'm all for it. Uh, so let's look at the Ravens, right? Uh, just... What they've accomplished so far this season, because Danny brought up they've just been smoking teams. And, you know, as you said all throughout the show, week mm-hmm. one, Houston, that's a playoff team, right? Smoked them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smoked, them by, uh, smoked them by 16. How about week four, Cleveland, that's a playoff team, beat them by 25. Mm-hmm. How about week seven, Detroit, 
that's a Final Four team. Smoking. Beat them by 32. <laughs> how about uh, how about uh, the, the 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 Niners Christmas Christmas Day? We were all looking forward to that game. Yeah, smoked the end them of the by season. Toward the end smoked of the them season. by two touchdowns. And they was rolling they, at the time. Yeah, Niners had been yeah. rolling. They had that one blip where they lost three straight, but then they were cooking after that. Got mm-hmm. smoked by two touchdowns. Here come the Dolphins. Dolphins, 56-19, to 19, they beat them. Smashed them. them. <laughs> Just destroyed them. And then last week, it was a 10-10 game at halftime. You start getting a little bit nervous. Uh-oh, ghost of uh, postseason's pass. 31-10. Coming on, coming on Lamar. And then they smoked them. What, it was 24 nothing in the second half of that game? Mm-hmm. Man, Houston, how about this, bro? Houston didn't, didn't run a single play inside the red zone last week. Mm. All game in a playoff game, right? Shut them down in the second half. It was it was no con- it was no contest, and I was rooting and I was rooting for Houston. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a, I'm a big time Lamar Jackson fan, Baltimore Ravens, and what they got going on. I like the story, uh, but I think Houston had the better story with the rookie head coach. You know, yep. with the rookie head coach, the rookie quarterback being a very a very young team. I think that story was a little bit better. Um, so yeah, I was definitely going for uh, C.J. Stroud in 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 the Texans uh, versus the the uh, Ravens. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We head to Manhattan and talk to Mike. What's up, Michael? Hey, what's up? Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I got a question. Do you think that if Mahomes gets to five Super Bowls, I don't think he'll anyone will ever surpass Brady. If he gets to five, then he'll be solidified as the best ever. Does he even need to get five? And I appreciate the call. Right now, uh, the way he's pacing, if he gets this third, it'll be as many as Brady had in his first 11 seasons. And shout out to you and your Giants because y'all stopped him twice uh, from from getting more. But, uh, Brandon, does he even need to get to seven? Because we saw in the NBA, LeBron didn't need to get to six to pass Jordan. Like, he passed him at four. So, does Mahomes need to get to seven to pass to pass Brady? Absolutely, he does. Absolutely, really? he needs to. Yes, he needs to get to seven to pass. Absolutely. Why is that? Because it's the NFL, man. It's it's it's, it's not it's it's it's, not, it's a lot harder to win. It's a lot harder to win in the NFL. It's a lot harder to be successful in the NFL. Yeah, he have to pass Brady. There's no question. He got to get and, and, and he got to get seven to pass Brady. But He's th- more electrifying than Tom Brady. I mean, hmm? we've seen. Uh, quarterbacks get leapfrogged without having to pass the person they were leapfrogged. Rodgers uh, like became one of the what seven best quarterbacks of all time with just one championship. Now he's, he needs that second one to further climb that la- that ladder. But seven, I, I, he's going to have all the counting numbers. We know that regular season and postseason. Yeah, but it's just going to come it. down to rings. We also got Dan Marino in there as the greatest too. As yeah. one of the greatest too. He ain't got. He don't have a Never ring. One. Yeah, right. he got one I, Super Bowl yeah. appearance. Right, but I, I'm not. I'm not leapfrogging or making anybody even with Tom Terrific unless they can do what he did. And I get that. what you're doing. I get what you're doing. I, I'm not. I can't do it. You got it. You got an agenda, bro. You got to keep Brady as the goat because your team beat him twice. So that's something that you know. That that's a that's an accolade. That's an accomplishment that continues to age gracefully as long as you keep him as number, as number one. Oh, damn, Ty. I, I wasn't even thinking about that, but the Eagles <laughs> beat him too. <laughs> they did. <laughs> you they know what I'm saying? Him. So, no, nah, it's not that. But for him to be able to accomplish seven Super Bowls, 
two different teams. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's 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 just unbelievable. I mean, you you take Patrick Mahomes and put him on a, a team, on, like I don't know if they win. I I mean, I don't I don't know if it's the same. Not it's not that his roster is so great, so strong in Kansas City. It's just that I don't know if it's gonna be the same. You know, Tom Brady, man, that's that's on that man is on another level, and there's and there's nobody comparing to Tom Brady. This man has two. This man has two Super Bowl championships. They have been in the AFC Championship six times. Uh, I, I just don't think that 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 no one's on their level. I, I don't think Not we yet. should be talking about nothing until somebody gets seven rings. And you and no one's going to play in the NFL that long to be able to do that. I think the conversation has already started, man. I mean, your eyes tell you you're watching one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. The numbers are going to continue to stockpile. Uh, the championships at some point we'll we'll see whether or not they come, but you know what Patrick has done in his first six seasons, uh, we've never seen anything like this. 